the Immeasurably More Mini Messages. I'm Erin, here with my mom, and today... She's back, by the way. She's back. back. (laughs) If you listened to last week's mini message, you know that it was just my mom, um, and she did an amazing job, but I am back. We are co-hosts. I'm thankful. Yes, I am thankful to be back as well. But today, we're going to expand on Monday's episode, which Casey shared her story And it's titled A Greater Plan. And the reason for that title was really because of what Casey shared is that in the midst of her greatest pain, she saw that God had a greater purpose in it, which is so powerful. And I think you and I, mom, have both seen that in our own lives, in our own stories, that in the midst of our greatest pain, we did look and see that God had a greater purpose in it all. But however, We did ask why we were angry and we questioned God. And that's exactly what Casey did too. And I'm so thankful for her vulnerability and willingness to talk about her circumstance and how she really felt, what she really dealt with. And it encouraged me. And I hope it encouraged the listener too to say like, I can be real with God. Well, yeah. And God wants us to be real with him. That's why he gave us. Sometimes I think that's why he gave us the Psalms right? and the story of Job to reveal to us that, you know, you can be human with God. He wants you to be human. He knows your limitations. He knows what you never speak or share with anyone else. He knows the details of your life. He knit you together in your mother's womb. He created you fearfully and wonderfully made. You know, there's he knows us better than we know ourselves. And so I, and and God wants to be in a relationship with us and in a relationship, it's not one-sided, you know, what if I just sat there and never spoke a word to Jim, would we have any type of relationship? And even in the unspoken, you can still have a relationship. And I think of Hunter, just when I said that, right when I said that, I'm like, wait a minute, Hunter never spoke a word, but he was fully cognitive and we had a relationship with him, but it's always two-sided. So yes, God wants us to come to him with all of it. Well, and let's be honest, in any relationship, there's going to be back and forth. There's going to be some sort of conflict or asking why. And I think that that grows the relationship. Right. And I think that the the same way that could be with a marriage or a friendship or a family member, that ability to be real with each other and to ask questions of each other and disagree on things. I feel like God wants us to come to him as we would come to the other people that we love in our life because we are human. Yeah. And and he wants us. Sorry. (laughs) Getting excited again. No, I I just, I think that God longs for us to be real with him. He doesn't want us to just come to him and act like we're okay. He wants us to come to him and ask us, ask him questions. And ultimately he's going to reveal more of himself to us. And in any relationship, I think that that grows the relationship in general. Well, it makes me think about a parent child relationship. I'm Mm. your mom. And I would want you to come to me with exactly how you're feeling and what's on your heart and on your mind. I wouldn't want you to pretend like you're okay when you're not. Right. And also when I think about this relationship with God, I think about the fact that God, and I've said it already, but that God knows us. Mm. He knows every part of who we are. And so, and not only that, he's not, he doesn't judge us. He's not, you know, has these expectations of us where human beings, like we fail each other. And, you know, you might come into a situation in a relationship where you're thinking, "Uh oh, I can't say this because this person might respond in this kind of a way. Well, the fact is, is that God loves us no matter what. 
we're, we're feeling, no matter what we're thinking, he loves us anyway. And he wants us to come to him. I had a friend actually say to me the other day, just encouraging me. And she said, God loves you and he won't change his mind. Oh, I love and that. I loved that because that just is exactly what you just said is that he knows us everything. Right. He knows what we say, what we pray, what we don't pray. And he meets us right where we are. And it doesn't matter what our questions are or our mistakes, or even that we're angry at God. He loves us and nothing can change his mind. Amen. And thank God for that. Right. Because what would we do without that? If we had a God that was shifting and well, I only love you if you do this, or I won't love you if you make mistakes or don't Mm. question who I am, then what kind of God would that be? We would be serving this God that isn't the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Whereas he, in his word says that he is the same and that applies to his love for us. And every other part of who God is, every other part of his character never changes. It's always an infinite amount of grace. It's always an immeasurably more amount Mm -hmm. of kindness and goodness and faithfulness. That is the God that we're talking about here. And he is beyond our ability to totally comprehend. And yet he wants to have a relationship with us. And he did that. He made a way for us to be in relationship with him through Jesus. Right. Right. And I also just think about how we can cling to who God is, his character, and that he doesn't change and that he loves us in the moments like Casey was in where she was questioning God. She was asking God why. And if I'm to look at my own life, there have been so many times where I've asked God why over and over again and wrestled with him like, God, how can you let this happen? Why won't you stop this? Why are you allowing this to continue? And in the midst of it, although I did not understand it at the time. He carried me through it. And I don't think that God always gives us a reason why. I believe without a shadow of a doubt that he gives us himself in the midst of our questions, in the midst of all that we don't understand and all that we don't know. It's okay that he doesn't. I know we want a why. Okay. Mm -hmm. We want to know the reason. But at the end of the day, can we trust and believe that he's enough? even if we don't know the answer. Amen. And another really powerful thing, she said it twice, actually, during what she shared. And she talked about, and this cliche has been thrown at me more times than I can count. And I'm sure you, the listener, you've heard this at least one time in your lifetime, but probably many more, that you, God will never give you more than you can handle. And I'll tell, I mean, from my perspective, I don't think that's true. Well, God's word never says that. Right. God's word never says that he will not give you more than you can handle. I have been through numerous situations that were more than I can handle, but God has given me the strength in my weakness to persevere. And it makes me think of the verse that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's Philippians 4.13. It's not my strength. It's in my weakness that God is strong. And let's be honest, if God never gave us more than we can handle, we wouldn't need God. Yes. Yes. Right? We wouldn't need God. I knew you were going to say that. That's so true. He does give us more than we can handle. So that we seek him and run to him and know that we need him. Because he's all that we need on a daily basis. He is the answer to every struggle that we have. 
and every need that we have, it's him. And, you know, people might not acknowledge that they, you know, are getting through a circumstance. They might think it's their own strength or whatever the case may be. But God says in his word too, that every good and perfect gift comes from him. So any strength that we have, whether we acknowledge Jesus or not, is still from him. Exactly. He gives us the strength to persevere. He gives us his strength. And it's not just, you know, we're mustering up this kind of supernatural strength. No, God is giving us his strength and our weakness in order to persevere in our trials. And I would not want to do any of the things or walk through any of the things I've gone through in my own strength. No. Because I know that I'm weak. And there's something so humbling about recognizing our own weakness. Yes. Because it allows us to turn to Christ and see that he is the strong one. The things that we have gone through, mom, as a family, the things that Casey went through, losing her son, those are not things that we are meant to go through in our own strength. Right. And you know what? I do think also that God allows us to use our own strength until we're totally tapped out. Right. And that we get to the end of ourselves. And really, that is as hard of a place as that is. It's actually a beautiful place to be Mm. the end of yourself because God's right there, ready to step in. And He's stepped in all along, whether we recognize it or not. But when we get to the end of ourselves, He is there to fill us with His power, His strength, His love, and His graciousness and kindness and all that He is. So that we, like you said, we can exhaust ourselves all day long, but to put our hope and our faith in his power and his strength is what he wants most for us. I love how Casey is so real mm. about her weakness, essentially, right. about how she questioned God and was angry at him and how hurt she was. And that takes courage to admit yeah. when you're not okay. And humility. And humility. Absolutely. And I love just the humanity in that. Yes. To see that we cannot do this on our own. And I love how real she was. And I hope to be like that in my own life, in my own circumstance, not to think that I have to hold it all together. No. But to know that I can be like, all right, God, here it is. This is all I've got. Here's all of me. I'm upset, I'm frustrated, but this is this is the real me. And that's what God wants. He wants you just as you are, right where you are, no matter the circumstances. Come to him with your whys. Come to him with your anger and frustration. He already knows, first of all, he already knows, but there is such a relief, I think, as a human. And a release. Relief, relief and release, release. To be able to just let it out before God and be honest with him. Right. Casey also talked about finding purpose. And you know, that's like a, I mean, everybody in life is looking for a purpose and how she struggled to find purpose and meaning, first of all, in what happened to her son, Dawson. But then after he was gone and he was in heaven, just finding purpose to get up in the morning. I mean, she even talked, I love <laughs> like how real she is. She's like, yeah, I mean, I had to get up to feed the dog. So, <laughs> But, you know, I kept thinking of this verse when she was saying and sharing what she was regarding purpose, that many are the plans in a man's heart but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Mm. So really when we seek God in the midst of 
whatever it is that we're going through. When we seek God on a daily basis, he promises that his purpose will prevail. We have many plans, especially with children. We've listened to many stories through the podcast. It's like we all have, as a parent, you have plans for your children. And yet it's God's purpose that will prevail for your children. And God had a purpose and a plan for Dawson's life. And although we might not see the fullness of that here on earth, that doesn't mean that it's not real. That doesn't mean that God doesn't have a purpose. He absolutely does. And I think that we all at some point in our lives are faced with that question, what's my purpose and what's mm-hmm. what's the point? And when we seek God with that question, he'll reveal that purpose to us. And the ultimate point is to point to him. That is the point. Right. That is our ultimate purpose. And it all goes back to that. And I do believe that God has an individualized purpose for each of our lives right. with you know what we do and how we honor and glorify him. But that's the main purpose is to honor and glorify him. And what's amazing is that God uses our pain to carry out his purpose. That is amazing. Say that again. God uses our pain to carry out his purpose. And that also brings me to the last thing I want to share about Casey. It was because of her pain that now she has purpose mm. in helping other families right? and in fighting for newborn screening in the state of Virginia. She's relentless and she's not going to give up. So had she not gone through the loss of Dawson and experienced that deep heartbreak and pain, she wouldn't even know this purpose that God had for her life. And it's Dawson's legacy being carried out every single day. So his purpose continues to live on through what Casey is doing to help other families and to make sure that every child born in the state of Virginia is tested with these diseases. And so we can look at that and say, wow, there is so much purpose in her pain. And yet I believe that there is so much more purpose than we can actually see. It's immeasurably more purpose. Amen. (laughs) I want to pray. Yes. Okay. We're ready to pray. (laughs) Heavenly Father, thank you so much. Thank you so much that we can come to you with everything, everything that we're feeling, all our thoughts, Lord, that you want us to come to you with everything. We're human and we need you. You're the God who created us and knows every detail about who we are. So thankful, Lord. We're so thankful that we can come to you with everything because you already see it and you already know anyway. And you're already devising a plan in order to carry out the purpose that you have for each of our lives. And Lord, we thank you for that too. We thank you that you have a plan and a purpose for all of our lives. Help us to trust that, Lord, when we can't see it. Help us to trust that you are going to do immeasurably more than all we could ever ask or imagine. In Jesus' name, amen.